Hello everyone, welcome again to the Bible Plus Podcast. Today we're on Galatians 4. And just to kind of review the subject of Galatians, it's primarily, I want you to remember these three words, Christ versus religion. That's right, Christ versus religion. And so Christ is versus religion, tradition, everything these Judaizers have been um, persecuting uh, the Galatians believers and Paul the apostle considered their father because he was the one that regenerated them brought them to Christ he is fighting back he's fighting for their faith fighting for them to keep going on in Christ fighting for them to enjoy the spirit enjoy the blessing that was promised to Abraham and today we're we're back here on chapter 4 and it continues along this line and so what we see is um, a little story of what God did, what Jesus did. Um, God sent forth His Son, Jesus, born of a woman, born under the law, and that He might redeem those under law, that we might receive the sonship. This shows us that Christ's redemption is to bring us, bring us into the sonship of God, that we may enjoy the divine life. We're, no, we're those no longer under slavery. We're not slaves to the works of law. We're now sons of God. You know, just to be clear about this, um, verse 5 has different translations. Um, some use the word adoption. Um, some use the word sonship. But we know and we've seen in other portions of the word this matter of being reborn, regenerated right regeneration means to receive another life to be reborn means to be born of another life this life is not another physical human life it's the life of God the divine uncreated eternal life this is the life that regenerates us this divine life makes us sons of God and so we have to realize what happened to us when we received Christ into us we became genuine sons of God, not adopted sons. We are genuine sons of God. And henceforth, we can cry out. You know, Galatians 4, 6 says, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. We can cry out, Abba, Father, to our heavenly father, because we are, a, we are his real sons, a son in reality. And so we so Paul continues to contrast that we're a slave, we're no longer a slave, we're now a son. And so what he continues on is this kind of portion in verses uh, 21 and on from the rest to the rest of the chapter. And this, this is a very interesting portion. Um, it refers back to Genesis. You know, we've been talking about Abraham. Abraham is is mentioned in Galatians chapter 3. And so Paul is continuing to use that allegory, that story, um, to kind of portray what the Galatians believers need to look forward to or pay attention to. And so what we see in Galatians 4, um, we see that Abraham had two sons. Um, you might remember in the story of Genesis, Abraham had two sons, one named Hagar, or no, sorry, one named Ishmael and the other named Isaac. And we have to remember that when God, Jehovah, called out Abraham, 
he promised, he made a promise to Abraham, said, I will bless you, I'll bless your seed, your seed, your name will be great, and all the families under you will be blessed. And so Abraham heard that, he, he received it, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. But God had not yet fulfilled that promise, and Abraham was getting pretty old at the time. He was um, 86 years old at the time, and Sarah, his wife, um, had a good idea. Hey, I'm old, you're old, Let's. there's this concubine, your servant, your slave, uh, Hagar, Let, let's bear a son through her. And what happened is that um, Abraham bore a son and named Ishmael out of Hagar. However, what happened was a serious offense to God and his plan. God didn't want Abraham to do anything. God wanted Abraham to just trust and believe in God's promise, right? And so what happened is that God, Jehovah, left Abraham for 13 years. You, you'll see this huge gap in the record of Genesis where there's no mention of God until Abraham is 99 years old. This is 13 years later. And so Abraham's 99. Sarah has to be just as old. And so now surely they cannot bear a son. Surely there's no way. And so Jehovah appears again to Abraham. And, you know, Abraham and his... Uh, still trying to please God, he says, oh, may Ishmael live before you. God says, no, 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 no. Your wife, Sarah, is going to bear a son. His name shall be called Isaac. And my covenant, my promise will go with him, will be with him. My blessing will be with this son, Isaac. And so Paul pulls that allegory out of Genesis 17 and brings it here into Galatians 4 because it makes so much sense to what the Galatian believers are going through right now. Right now, there's, there's, two, there's two women, the maidservant and the free, the free one, which is the maidservant is Hagar, the free woman is Sarah. And so what's happening is that Abraham, or sorry, Paul is trying to tell the Galatian believers, hey, you're not born according to flesh. You're not born through the maidservant. The maidservant we see uh, Hagar, it, it results in Mount Sinai. And we know Mount Sinai was where the Ten Commandments came in. It's where the law came in. No doubt the law is good, it's holy, it's righteous. But the law only brings us into slavery. The law cannot fulfill God's purpose, but rather it was just a, a means for the children of Israel to be kept under. And so... This doesn't fulfill God's purpose, but what does? What fulfills God's purpose? It's what the free woman Sarah did. She bore a son named Isaac. And we see later in Galatians 4, he says in verse 28, But you, but you, brothers, in the way Isaac was, just as the way Isaac was, are children of promise. We are children of promise. We're not we're not, we're not slaves. We're not children of the maidservant. What, and then you even see later, he says, what does, in verse 30, what does the scripture say? Cast out, cast out the maidservant and her son. For the son of the maidservant shall by no means inherit with the son of the free woman. What we receive as sons of promise, just like Isaac was, what we receive is a spirit. 
This spirit enables us to enjoy and participate all the riches of God, all the divine attributes, his life, his love, and even brings us into a relationship where we can call our God Abba Father. And so this and so what happens here is that we need to realize we're not children of the maidservant, but we're born of the free woman. And the free woman brings us under grace, not under the law, under grace. And here in grace, we just simply receive Christ. We enjoy Christ. And Christ is being made so real in us. For Paul says in verse 19, he travails in birth until Christ is formed in us. That's what Paul, that's what we, that's what we all are endeavoring to do today. We want Christ to be formed in us. Christ is the most important person, not any religious practice, not any tradition, nothing even in the Old Testament, but it's Christ. And what we need today is more Christ. Thank you for joining.